0: kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Uh,
1: charles and diana get divorced that's right um and britain suffers a terrible outbreak of mad cow disease the two stories are unrelated wanted to make that clear
2: that's the joke that's it (laughs) (laughs) my god that's so cold you get one beat down per birthday (laughs)
1: 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Alright, let's go. Fellas, how are you this evening? Uh, Jeff Simons, let's start with you in Berkeley,
2: California. Hey, it's Berkeley, California, and uh, that's about it. All right. Good to be here. I'll say that. Ben Barton,
1: you're
0: in Knoxville, Tennessee, on your 51st birthday. First of all, now everything about the, the podcast, except that we're white, is a lie. <laughs> 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 now it's <Wait. laughs> 50 years to music with
2: 51-year-old white guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's, yeah. wow, it's all, it's all changing.
1: That's how long we've been doing this podcast. We're in the
2: decade. We're in the same decade.
1: do you think you could be in your 50s? Like, don't you think that's right? Yeah, I think so. Sure. Well, welcome to 1996. Oh Big bad. year for me. I graduate from uh, grad school and pick up and move to Las Vegas, Nevada to begin my teaching career in earnest. Ben, are you out of law school yet?
2: I graduate this year. Yeah, totally.
1: You're graduating this year. Jeff's still plugging away. I'm plugging away. teaching kids. In,
2: That's year five, though. That was a big year. I became a dean for the first time, got my first administrative position, and I really knew what I was doing. Like, Well, that's it. Five 95, 6, yeah, it takes, 7, 8, I was takes, really... I, I, was, I was starting to find the groove. Those are, those are years when I'm not embarrassed about what the kids experience in right. my class. It, so
1: it takes a while to realize that you're teaching
2: the kids,
1: not the material.
2: Yeah. Is that true? I, law I figured, school or
1: not? Ben? I figured That's that out like
2: different. two weeks ago, but now I should have <laughs> figured that out in 96. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, um, good stuff. Ben, how is uh
0: law school teaching this year? Is it going well? So uh, we grade on a curve in law schools. Uh, Last spring, when when I went completely virtual, it was really a disaster. It was a train wreck. Um, And the students would report that. And they did on their evaluations. Uh, The hybrid model has been much better. It's not as good as being in person, but it's been a lot better. Well, speaking of grading, um, this
1: is an appeal to the listeners out there. We would love more feedback, uh, more ratings on iTunes, more reviews on iTunes. Yes, we have twenty six perfect five star reviews and nothing else. I don't want you to. That's feel, impressive, right there, Timmy. Um, right? I like it. But I don't want the listener to feel
2: obligated that
0: they have to do that. You can. I think they should us. feel obligated. Give us a five star review. <laughs>
2: that's really true. Well, that's... It's so funny. We're like Lyft and Uber. Anything less than five, and we basically set the car on fire. And we were eating kebabs. Like, don't don't. Is give that us a... wrong? Should we not do that?
1: Well, I mean, I did make a. a, a, a a tiny mistake last week. So greatest on effort. That would be good. Although, no, actually, that doesn't work. Anyway, what was your mistake last week? Well, the Mariah Carey thing within the year
0: 1995. Oh, look at this. Her hit by the way, fantasy. we sniffed you out right away. We yeah. had you
1: read. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But in my defense, that crappy song was number one for 16 weeks. It just that uh, it extended into this year, 1996. That's yeah. uh, yeah.
2: okay. You're, you are forgiven.
0: So go ahead and run it back this year. That'll be great.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: My other mistake, Mark Bruffle, had he been driving, would have driven off the road. Uh, we were talking about the Balkans and I said the, the Baltics. Baltics, but I caught it in the editing room and took it out before we went to press. Oh, that's
2: funny. I, yeah. I would have assumed you were just thinking of Baltic Avenue from Monopoly, <laughs> which is- Wait, did
0: you overdub it? Were you like, just, that year in the-
2: by the way i'll never get a monopoly geography question wrong i might you know i'm gonna be i will continue to be woeful at world geography but uh, i know what the oranges are for sure Oh, for sure
1: someday we will get there uh but right now we need to hit the grammy winner on 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys on the uh music city drive-in podcast network hit it jeff simon's it's the grammy winner
3: if i could change the world by eric clapton
0: this is the grammy
3: winner if i can reach the stars
0: What's a, This is up tempo, Tears so in Heaven. This is Tears in Heaven, the, the remix. <laughs>
2: you don't remember this one yet? No! Oh, You'll get it at the chorus.
0: You said you
1: wanted Eric Clapton. I to wanted push to go back to his roots, and here him. he is. So
3: groovy. I
0: really liked it. But for now,
3: Here it comes. Oh, boy. Oh, I can change I do remember
2: man. this
3: now. That is,
2: look, that is basically just Pablo Cruz. I mean, that, that is, is Summer so Breeze makes me feel fun, except Summer that Breeze is way better. That is jazzy. It's 90, oh. uh, 90 <sighs> Yacht
1: Rock, 90s Yacht Rock there. I guess, Ben was calling for Eric Clapton to step up and Eric Clapton comes through with two Grammys in a three year span.
2: You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like the music you hear on the VHS tape of the thing you bought and you have to install. Like you put it in, you hear that, you're like, congratulations on your purchase (laughs) of this new Cuisinart. Stay with us the exciting features that it has. I will change. I mean, this is worthless.
0: It reminded me of B-list John Mayer. Oh. I was like, like, this reminds me of John Mayer. I was like, except John Mayer's a lot better than this. Like, this is a worse version. Well,
1: it's interesting, interesting. Jeff Simons, you bring up the DVD because it uh, begins in 1996 in Japan. Go DVDs. I think they're going to have a good long life. I mean, Um,
2: holy smoke. (laughs) Up and down. The DVD. But before
1: we get into 1996 proper, I think we should acknowledge where we are right here on Thursday night, November 5th, 2020. Um, as people listen to this, they probably know who the next president is going to be. Uh, but for us, it is still hanging in the balance. So as a tribute to these four states... I would like you two to decide the best song about each state. We're going to start with Georgia. As we wait for the results from Georgia, what is the best song ever about my, Georgia? My
0: daughter's name is Georgia. Uh huh. And it's Georgia on my mind. No, That's an no argument. One. And and I actually, uh, I mean, the Ray Charles version is great. Uh huh. I might I might choose the. Um, now I'm freezing on it. The James the Taylor version. version? No, definitely not. No, the country version of it by uh, Redheaded Stranger, Willie Nelson. Yeah, the Willie Nelson version of it is pretty amazing.
2: Okay. It's great. I'm totally with you, Georgia on my mind. It's not even close.
0: But there well, is a great Tom Petty one about Georgia. What's that? I'm driving down to Georgia. Down to Georgia. Yeah. yeah.
2: But, but I mean, about? it's uh, Georgia on my mind. So iconic. I just yes. love. It. I mean, yeah. can't can't beat it.
1: As is Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play. All right, we'll move up. Sorry, we'll move up to Pennsylvania. City, state, any song that makes you think of Pennsylvania, uh, I have my pick. What do you guys got?
2: I got Gettysburg by the Brandos. You remember that song? About the Battle of Gettysburg from 1988? Oh, it's really good, yeah. That's my tune.
0: Uh, I would do City of Brotherly Love, the Neil Young one. By Neil Young, yeah. You just talked about that. I love that one. All
1: right, I'm going to go with Allentown.
2: Oh Oh, yeah, that's iconic. That's especially the super homoerotic video with all the shirtless dudes working the cranks. Have you watched that recently? Oh, a a lot of machinery there. I watch
0: it every morning to get ready for work.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so good. Let's go to the
0: state
1: uh that we're we're waiting on right now nevada where i moved in 1996 is there a song that comes to mind that makes you think of nevada
0: super easy uh yep. leaving las vegas that's a lock it's a lot with
2: i'll go with leaving las vegas by cheryl crow which cheryl i also crow. really like
0: oh that's a good one that's really good i can't think of any songs
1: about reno
2: oh reno de- there, there's a lyric no. from the dead
0: right no john johnny
2: cash yeah that would be my yeah that's a
1: great start. one um what about a uh, friend of the devil don't they what city do they mention in friend of the devil
2: got it got a friend in reno maybe one in yep. cherokee yeah okay yep. good
1: all right and finally the great state of
0: arizona what do you got standing on the corner of Winslow, arizona such a fine sight to see it's a girl uh, oh, lord. okay okay all right I'm going to keep going until Jeff gets upset. You are are (laughs) wrong. Uh, I've been to Winslow, Arizona.
2: I have too. I've stood on that corner as well. Uh, You both have told me the story of standing on the corner of Winslow's (laughs) Arizona like multiple times. You're both so weirdly proud of that accomplishment. (laughs) <laughs> you're america, just jealous
0: man. you're there in berkeley but we're here in real america this
2: i understand real. i understand we we elites like to stand on other street corners all right america. jeff
0: simons as a tribute to
1: arizona play the best song that mentions arizona yeah you
3: better be fair you're sucking over there you try to keep it yesterday the good old days the same old ways that kept us dying hey, yes you me myself and i indeed. what he need is a nosebleed in between the lines they lie, politically planned and understand that's all she wrote when we see the real side that hide behind a boat, and they can't understand why he the man who's singing by the king, they don't like it when I decide to make it wait, I'm waiting for the date for the man who demands respect cause he was great, come on I'm on a one mission to get a politician to honor, or he's a donor by the time I get to Arizona
2: Woo. We'll cut that up a little bit. <laughs> oh, I don't know. know. I don't know.
0: Right for uh, a minute. You're speaking to fun. Arizona. They're was, our
2: friends now. Two minutes and thirty-seven seconds. I
0: think if the Crazy. lawyers come
1: after us, this is the time for us to shine, right?
2: I don't want. I don't want any part of Chuck D's lawyers. That's I imagine, true. I imagine he's in good shape. We, we, I would. I got a soft spot for "By the Time I Get to Phoenix" by Glenn Campbell, which hilariously comes up next in my iPod <laughs> library because it's <laughs> alphabetized. <laughs> That's a really great one, too. <laughs> um, but I also want to give a shout out to Brad Brooks, my uh, local fellow musician who just put out a record last week and is from Tucson, Arizona. All right. Go, Brad Brooks. Many a hilarious Tucson, Arizona story. So
1: Awesome. Well, I remember flipping my Jeep in 98 outside of Flagstaff. Yeah. But that's a story for another podcast. Let's get back to 1996. Deep Blue Beats Whom? in chess. Kasparov. Yeah, yes. Kasparov. That was a dark day for all human chess players.
2: But a good day for all computer <laughs>
1: enthusiasts.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Deep Blue. <laughs> Yay! It was a really good day for the computers overtake us. So. Um <laughs> uh...
1: Charles and Diana get divorced. That's right. Um, And Britain suffers a terrible outbreak of mad cow disease. The two stories are unrelated. Wanted to make that clear.
0: That's the joke. That's it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My God, that's so cold. You get one beat down per birthday. I know.
1: Ben's like, I'm 51. I don't fall for that shit anymore. Yeah, I don't have time. <laughs> right. All right.
2: I don't have time for fake clapping. How about
1: this, Ben? How about this? The nation of Israel carry, carries out strikes against Hezbollah in Beirut. Uh, they called this Operation Grapes of Wrath, which I think was trolling my teaching stint at the French American International School. Up, okay. that was
0: I like oh, that shit. one. That was good
1: that's pretty good let's go right to the number one hit maybe music will save me jeff simons hit it it's the number one hit
3: macarena by los del rio
2: wow Outstanding. that's right. amazing
0: that song was gargantuan that year i have a really funny memory of going to a yankee <laughs> game with my dad Uh they broke out the macarena and my dad was awesome at it i was like my hand on the butt cheeks all wrong and my dad was just working it and i was like what's going on and my dad was like i love that one
1: (laughs) that is awesome uh so good do you have a favorite prescribed dance out of all the prescribed dances that have come along in our lifetime?
2: Oh, that's a good question. No, I not. Like I like the electric
0: not. slide. That's the only one I can even...
2: Oh, yeah. That is fun. When somebody knows how to do it, uh, like the cha-cha slide when they, and they actually are pretty good at telling you what to do, that's pretty damn fun.
1: Huh. It was in 1996 where I taught my class in grad school how to do the hustle.
3: Oh, Use, nice.
1: Using not the, uh, the song The Hustle, but instead Earth, Wind, and Fire. Huh. Yeah. Much better for The Hustle. If if then the hustle then the hustle yeah that's ironic I, right there. i said it that I is that's that's, that's good for troubling though
0: that's some meta work i was for- gonna <laughs> say that
2: you worked that into your thesis next, in some way right next like level
0: that. that's right oh, God, all that's right
1: great. also in 1996 osama bin laden is kicked out of the sudan and is no longer allowed to live there does anyone know where he moves
0: Right to Afghanistan, or right,
1: right to Afghanistan. That is correct. Um, Oh, there's uh, a hurricane Dolly that uh, levels the town of Tampica, Mexico. Hurricane Dolly was the second most famous Dolly of 1996. Who was the most
2: famous Dolly? Oh, the cloned sheep. That is correct. Sheep. Oh my God, that was 96, huh? Um, that can you ex- live for more than like five days? Like, I can't remember. Like, how did it that, do? I,
1: ben Barner, you are a clone sheep expert. We know nothing. What do you got?
0: <laughs> I, I was wondering, like, I mean, it seems like that would be a bigger deal now, but I mean, that was a big deal at the time. And how did really they do, do it. it? I don't know. Like it was a real sheep. Oh, dude, they could do that. Like people clone their dogs now. You can do that. You just get the DNA like, out and then put- Wait, I, yeah, but what do I You just get the DNA out. First like, of all, don't I need to call me for sperm? science information? And I'm doing my best. All right. I'm a 50-year-old, I'm a 51-year-old white man, and I'm not gonna say I don't know. I'm just gonna give you the information I have. <laughs> Perfect. And, and say it with
1: confidence. Yeah, sure. And then we'll nod our heads. If you, you just say, get it the DNA enough, out. You don't know back. how to yeah.
0: get the DNA out. I get the DNA out. I was like, get the lead out. <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> oh gosh, all right. I have uh, the impossible question now for you two. Uh, that, that wasn't it about Dolly. Ask com begins in 1996. Do you all recall you using Ask Jeeves when you were? I younger? went to
2: the Ask Jeeves uh, <laughs> opening party at a fancy club in San Francisco. I talked my way in through. Doing freelance work with E Online, and it was 200 people, all you could drink, all you can eat, really? and Elvis Costello was what? the entertainment. It was wow. a fun, fun night. So I say <laughs> thumbs up to any ass jeeves trivia for sure.
1: <laughs> so this is back when internet companies were spending money like yeah, lift were, and lift. yeah, man.
2: They we went to the Billboard it. Music Awards in a, in a very soon podcast year ba- yeah, on E Online's time. So
1: yeah. All right, well. I want to know if you all can guess any of the Ask Jeeves top 10 unanswerable questions. So these are questions they would get from people online uh, and they really had no answer and and couldn't really point people in a direction. What kind of questions are people asking that have no answer from Ask Jeeves? Uh, I'll give you both three guesses. Unanswerable questions that people actually would type in to Ask Jeeves.com.
2: How do I remove this object from my butt? <laughs> <laughs> first of all, replace object okay. with squirrel. Okay. But that's by Listen. far and away <laughs> my, the first question that came up. How do I how do I remove this thing that is, that is not on, to on the top 10? Remember be,
0: people aren't being honest at all. I know that's a fake list right now.
1: Remember, this is a sophisticated and mature podcast. Uh, ben, what's your, your first guess?
0: How big is the universe?
1: Oh, no. Jeff's next guess. Top 10 unanswerable
2: questions on Ask G. Oh, it has to be an unanswerable question. So I was going to say, <laughs> I was trying to think of who's famous in 96, but what, what is Kevin Costner's net worth? No, yeah, no. no.
1: Ben, um, back is to you. There a God, <laughs> yes, excellent. Ben Barton, that is number two on the list. Jeff Simons, salvage something. Ex-
2: now I'm having an existential crisis because you suggested that's an unanswerable question. That is correct. <laughs> um, let's see. I'll do. Um, what would be your other existential was- question? How about how can I be happy?
1: What is the secret to happiness, judges? Do we accept? Yes, I accept that. That's big time. All, All right, right. Uh, Ben, you could win here. If you can get the next one, because he's had three guesses. He's got one. You've had two guesses. You've got one. Come on, Ben. Bring it home.
0: Um, is there a heaven and hell?
2: Uh, sorry. All right. I'm going to go with, do I have cancer? <laughs> um, no, but
1: I've got, uh, what is the meaning of life? Okay. Do blondes have more fun? What is the best way to lose weight? Is there anybody out there? Who is the most famous person in the world? Um, what is the secret to happiness? How long will I live? And then the next two are actually kind of fun. Okay. What is love? And did Tony Soprano die? Oh, interesting.
2: Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Short answer
1: is
0: yes. That's an answerable question and it's yes.
1: Definitely. Dead, dead, dead um all right and finally (laughs) did either of you watch the olympics
2: in 1996 i might have watched at least one of
3: us (laughs) (laughs) uh
1: what's your what's your memory of the atlanta olympics the bomb the
2: bomb goes off in the olympic village and they they arrest that poor bastard who didn't do it and put wires on his genitals and torture him for information that he doesn't have. That was a tough Golly, one. Awful. That's my memory. Atlanta, right? Atlanta. Yeah. So Michael Johnson was the, I remember the standout athlete for the U.S. I think at that Olympics, but that's is, all I got. Is
1: that the Olympics where Carrie Strug breaks? Oh an yeah. Angela that's a, like
2: yeah. That? Where she does the vault with a busted ankle and then oh. Bella Caroli carries her around like a cabbage patch kid for 45 <laughs> minutes. That <laughs> was horrible. That was a dark moment. I remember she did that and I was like, wow, that's pretty brave. And then he picked her up like a little 20 pound, like, you know, poodle. And I was like, there's something so wrong about this. Right.
1: I mean, there's a way to frame it as, oh my gosh, what an athlete, what a hero. I can't believe how uh, wonderfully uh, tough she is. And then the other side of it is like, this is child cruelty. Yes. No question. What are we doing to her? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's like watching
2: child acrobats. I got really turned off for good at that point.
1: Uh, Finally, our invitation to cynicism. Kofi Annan is named the uh, UN Secretary General in 1996. He serves for the next, uh, I think, 14 or 15 years. Can either of you name another UN Secretary General besides Kofi Annan?
2: This is worse than my joke. That's <laughs> uh, rough. Oh,
1: it's
3: tough.
2: I could tell you that the president of the International Olympic Committee was Juan Antonio Samarán, <laughs> but I don't know who the Surely, UN Surely,
0: don't they also run the UN? Just just name him, <laughs> I that sounds like I, good.
3: I mean, how do you I, throw that name out? It was my understanding the
0: global, like the, the new world order, the global world yeah, order, was basically run saying. by the same couple of guys. It's probably that's him. What I'm saying.
2: I really thought I was gonna pull a UN secretary out of my hat, but I got nothing. Can you give us initials or, a, or a, some kind of first name? Oh, well?
1: um, no, okay. No, I don't have anyone either. And who's
0: the Mar- current one? How about that? Mar-
1: Mark Bruffalo is now driving uh, into a tree right now. Cause... Wait, is
0: Mark Bruffalo currently running the U.S.? Yes, that. That actually, I think he is. Is that Yay. your code Who name for your who's friend currently Mark Bruffalo? Tell us who's currently running it.
1: Yeah, I got nothing. Do you want me to don't look it up? you have a
0: list? I thought you had a list in front yeah, of you. How I, have I, have from, from...
1: I have Kofi Annan, that's it. That's all I got, I was so- I was How so are you thin... going to
0: double check? Wait, I actually know several. I'm just gonna go ahead and give them to you now.
1: Well, that's what Jeff should have done. He should have
2: thrown out that guy. Oh yeah, what's that's his, one his name guy Jeff? And, Antonio Gutierrez is the yeah. current ah. Secretary General of the UN. All right. Really? all right. All right, we gotta move on. Yes, yeah. People no, are not people, tuning you in. You think people are like, wait, no, give him a second. They might come up with another one
1: let's go our three songs our three songs ben barton i think you go first this week
2: no question
0: yeah so uh i am going to choose accounting crow song recovering the satellites was easily my favorite record from this year It's one of my favorite records of all time. I absolutely love this record. Jeff will know. Let's go. For decades, my favorite song in this record was? Angels of the Silences. Angels of the Silences. That was my entree to this. And actually, it's sort of funny. Uh, Tim, you chose Mr. Jones. And that record really didn't land with me, the Uh first record. Uh, The songs are good, and I've seen them live, and the songs are great live. But the arrangement of it, and it was sort of like, uh, I don't know, like in in particular, I'm going to ask you to choose between Round Here versus Long December versus Goodnight Elizabeth. Yeah. And the instrumentation on Round Here is just so much less interesting. The way they presented it is so much less interesting.
3: Uh
1: The
0: work, they add a second guitarist for the second record. They take three years off. They're touring, 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 touring. They come back. They record this record. Um, They get Gil Norton to produce it, and he's brilliant. This record is beautiful. My favorite, originally, the entree point for me as a huge rock fan was Angels Mm. in the Silences. Right. But now, in the fullness of maturity, it's Long December. Jeff Hit Us. Oh,
1: so sad.
3: A Long December by Counting Crows. can't remember the last thing that you said as you were leaving all the days go by so fast and it's one more day up in the canyon and it's one more night in Hollywood if you think that I You
0: would. So I almost made Jeff start from the middle where the guitar solo is because okay. this is a perfect example of a mid-tempo song where they vary the emotions. And in particular, it's like somewhere in the two minute range. The The song is a perfect parabola. Like it hits yep. a huge peak in the middle uh-huh. and they add the second guitarist and that guy's great. Like he can really play. And that solo is so spectacular and perfect and brings the whole thing to a crescendo in the na-na-na-na-na's. And then it goes out and it goes yeah. perfectly between the real quiet piano parts to the louder parts, to the na-na-na parts. And yeah, it, there's something a little bit sad about the song, but there's something medium hopeful about it. Like the the very first line is it's reason to believe it's gonna be better next year. Like there's something about this song that's just beautiful. I will say, uh, in contrapoint to that, I brought this <laughs> up to Georgia, and she was like, "Oh, do you remember a year ago in December when you played that song?" And I was like, uh, "No," and she was like, uh-huh. "Yes, we had a whole argument where you were like." next year's going to be better. And I was like, no, it won't. (laughs) She was like, who won that one?
2: (laughs) That's rough. I could not agree more. Um, I'm not going to pick Angels of the Silences now, even though that is easily my favorite song of the year. This is kind of a difference between me and Ben. First of all, what you have here is this. This is one of those moments where Ben and I are just fused together because most people like the first record better. Yeah, and, right. Oh, it sold more like, records. It sold seven oh, yeah. million records. Well, if you like to sing along, you like the first record. If you like to really get in deep, you like the second record because the second record is so much more interesting. It's so much more nuanced. The instrumentation mm. is so. It's a. It's a band that took took a giant leap and lost half its audience because it was so much harder right. and more interesting right. to listen to. Um, but recovering the satellites is my favorite. So one of my all time favorite records. My favorite record of that year. But Ben has. Ben's choices, have like, he's, he's embraced aging in a way that's just more real and more authentic. And I still hold on to the fact that like, I'm basically 26 years old, and I can't let go of Angels of the Silence" as, as my favorite song from this record. I love that song so much. It's a perfect rock and roll song. I won't pick it. I'll pick something else. Uh, I'll pick something else out instead, because it's you know, why I talk about the County Crows forever. but What, what year yeah. is Across the Wire, Jeff? Uh, it's the next year, the live record. It's the 97? Yeah. Because I, I, love, I love both those songs on that album. Yeah, no, it's the live record's really, really good. Um, and I don't mean to be a jerk who, like, famous person, but I have played with Steve Bowman, who's the drummer on that track. I've played with him. Uh, no, sorry, it's Ben. But, like, these guys can all play so well. Like, if you play in the Bay Area like you've played with a with a counting crow and something and you're absolutely right Ben there these aren't the flashiest musicians but they're such fantastic listeners and they they do their own thing i think of this record as like if you two made a record that sounded like the band it would be this record all yeah. the crescendos and parabolas all the attention to sonic detail deeply rooted in classic american rock and roll songwriting just a plus stuff really really good
0: and the, I mean, like basically everything afterwards I like. There's there's not a Counting Crows record that comes out where I don't like two or three songs, period. Oh, yeah. And that says a lot for a band right there. Like this is, they made the leap here and then they just continued on. Um, and it is funny, like basically, I think I said this for Radiohead, this band and Radiohead are now my favorite bands of the 90s. Like it's not Pearl Jam anymore. Like these are the bands that really, really, really speak to me. Oh,
1: wow. Oh, that's really neat.
0: Who, who's your favorite band in the 90s,
2: Jeff? Oh, I have no idea. Anymore. Pearl Jam. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, uh, it's either it's either it's one of those four: it's uh, Radiohead, Pearl Jam, uh, Wilco, or Counting Crows. And it probably <laughs> depends on the day.
1: All right, Well, that's an awesome choice. Love the song. Love the album. Kill it. Go
2: ahead, yes. Jeff. What do you got? I'm gonna go completely crazy, ass rogue. <laughs> um, because I don't want to repeat a band. Like, I'm not going to do the Crows because we just, we, we did them service. Um, I'm not going to pick something from Wilco's Being There because I'm saving Wilco for later. Okay. Um, so it's a, um, it's a flip, a coin flip between uh, a song everybody knows and a song mo- most people don't. So I'm not going to pick the big hit, which was Beck's Where It's At, which I really love and really defines the sound of 1996 with two turntables and a microphone. But I'm going to go right. with a... I haven't done a like Jeff loves this song and it means a lot to him and screw everybody else pick in a while, like some of them. So <laughs> what that's what I'm mean? going with. Last year, what? <laughs> so so the song came out in 96 and I was aware of it, but I fell for it like a ton of bricks in the summer of 1997 because of when I when I really heard it for the, and paid attention to it for the first time. And I had, I was starting my first summer of grad school and I'd driven out into the New Mexico desert and you know, Woo-hoo! I got you know, I've got a, a bag of clothes and nothing else. And I walk into my room and my roommate for the summer is already there. And, you know, you don't know it's weird to make a new friend at twenty six. You know, it's like that <laughs> weird like maybe this is like college, we're like, You like beer, I like beer, we're best right. friends. <laughs> or maybe it's not gonna work out. And uh he has the bright idea of driving into town. To to get some drinks, and we get into his Jeep, which is just about the coolest thing ever. That I've got my roommate has a Jeep in the desert for the summer. And his, I have to move like 50 cassette tapes off (laughs) of of the car. What are these? He's like, oh, I told my students I had a road trip and they all made mixtapes for me. And like his kids had like, he'd been teaching one year. He's got 50, 90 minute like I love Mr. Plain cassette (laughs) mixtapes in the front seat of his car. He's like, but this one, you got to hear this one song. And uh, Tim fires up the Jeep top down 102 miles an hour through the New Mexico desert. And uh, he plays this glorious. I've got no clue what this is. This is great.
3: Stick shifts in safety belts by cake.
1: Shifts and safety belts, bucket seats have all got to go when we're driving in the car. It makes my baby seem so far. I
3: need you here with me, not way over in a bucket seat. I need you to be here with me, not way over in a bucket
1: seat. Having in my Malibu, it's easy to get right next to you. I say, baby, scoot over please. And then she's right there next to me.
3: I need
1: you here with me,
3: not way over the bucket seat. I need
2: Just the best. Cakes, so fun. stick shifts, and shape so e- fun. Easily one of the most obscure choices I'll make. But uh, oh. that song in my household, like everybody in the house knows that song like the back of their hand because anytime anybody says anything around needing, hey, you yeah. know what I need? I say, I need you <laughs> to be here with me. My daughter sings it from heart. My son knows oh, it. My great. wife knows it. Sticks it. I love belt. it is the soundtrack of Our Happy Household, and I owe it all to oh, uh, Tim that's Plain, sweet. random mixtape Jeep. So that is my pick. Thank
1: you. For Great stuff. Love, now it all comes back to me. Those Ben, we were about 38 miles outside of Santa Fe to the east, where there's just nothing in a little town called Road, New Mexico. We would have to drive 35 minutes to get to the one DQ <laughs> within an hour's drive.
2: Uh, and yeah, that it was, was, was amazing they were was I mean there. yeah it was out there that Ugh. good the best, stuff, story, the best story from that summer is the snake story can I tell the yeah. snake story tell the snake story um, rattlesnake so, big rattlesnake well now now you know the story so but there was, <laughs> we're studying in the room and it's like an old like retreat thing that's been turned into a school and I notice something in the ceiling is moving and I look up and I see a snake head go down and up And I say to Tim casually, like, hey, I think there's a snake in the ceiling. And I'm not really paying attention. And when I look back over, Tim has jumped up on the bed and has a baseball bat. He's just like not prepared for, oh, there's a snake in the ceiling. We will continue on with our business. So we call Alfredo, who's in charge of the thing. He says, oh, I'll bring the snake removal kit. The snake removal kit is a bucket, a can of Lysol, and a shovel. (laughs) no it's and not a
1: shovel no 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 it is a lawnmower blade
2: oh it's a lawnmower, from a lawnmower blade yeah. Yeah. It's a oh, lawnmower. yeah and he sprays the lysol and then says whoa it's a big one and a, a, I swear to god an eight foot long rattlesnake as thick as my arm with 15 coils goes whoop out of the ceiling and he brains it with the with the lawnmower blade yanks it out and throws it out the front door and says good night fellas yeah it doesn't split
1: in half. the The hide is so thick, Ben, that after four whacks, he's just like, "Huh!" And then he just presses it down so it can't move, and then grabs the head.
0: I was like, "Wow, this is a big snake." I'm worried yep. that he didn't use the bucket. I feel like he's not using all his
2: tools. Like <laughs> well, the, the thing. Was it was a. It was a. It was a uh, post-bucket snake event. I don't know if Tim's had a good night's sleep for like four or five days. <laughs> no, it was that was rough. But anyway, sorry. That's I love and uh, I love Cake just for having you. Like you know what Cake song instantly. They don't sound like anybody else. They got that weird kind of deserty rockabilly. Where are they guitar. from? I don't even know. They're from Sacramento, California. Are they really? Okay. Yeah. Well, the, I mean,
1: the one thing I remember too is is uh, some kid wrote them about his uh, junior prom. They're like, will you come play by ju- junior prom? And then they did. You know, do that. you remember that story? They went to a high school prom and played the prom.
2: Let me tell you what, there are going to be a lot of stories like that as soon as you can play live concerts. You're going to be able to get, you're going to be able to get the Rolling Stones at your junior high prom. <laughs> like everybody needs a gig. That I know. Everybody needs a
1: Remember that, kids. Start writing. Dream All back. right. Is it my turn? Yep. Do it, Timmy. This gentleman is called cheating. But I'll tell you what. I am okay with this cheating. I am okay with a live recording of a 1977 song and that recording happens in 1996 and is released on an album, I think in 2008. This is a massive, massive cheating by me, but here's my defense. (laughs) David Bowie deserves a slot on this podcast. We are 50 year old white men. We have listened to a lot of David Bowie. And the fact that he didn't make it uh, seems like a terrible injustice. And secondly, here in election week, I feel there are heroes everywhere among us. Restoring this country and its democracy. People like opening envelopes and sorting ballots and doing all this long work, all this counting for us. Could you start at the 4 minute mark of the Bridge School Concerts Jeff Simons? David Bowie's
2: uh, Heroes Sure time out I don't have that Tim Heroes by David Bowie Me, My Queen
3: do oh, Just for one day We can be heroes Just for one day by This is the
1: song, Jeff Simons, that took down the Berlin Wall. Did you know that? I didn't know that. It did. And you once had a piece of that wall until some Germans stole it from you.
2: Sadness. It wasn't Winds of Change? (laughs) It was not Winds of Change. (laughs) Um, I was there that night. I saw David Bowie at the Bridge Did you really? In 1996? In 1996, yeah. It's pretty good. Oh, it's pretty good. It was weird, though. It's an, you know, it's like an all day show. And so he came on at like five o'clock in the afternoon. It was, it uh-huh. was you know, it's kind of a weird, you know, it's like you just got there and you've got like curly fries and then it's David Bowie. Like, I wish I had seen him like with a full live electric band. Yeah. How long a, was this At set? a David Bowie show. He played for an hour. They gave him a whole hour. What did he play? It was, I mean, I, that was the other problem is he played stuff from reality and, uh, it was, it was not all bangers, you know, like, and, have uh, and you? he had, and he had like, it was a one note thing. Like he just had the acoustic guitar and the two guys. So he just leaned into, uh, into like playing the songs really stripped down. Did um, either of
1: you ever see him with a band in a concert in the eighties or anything? Neither of you uh, have ever seen David Bowie.
2: No. I had to- I depend on the two of you for stuff he like played, that. So, he played, he played Aladdin Sane, Gene Genie. He played a cover of I'm a Hog for You by the Coasters. He played the Tin Machine song, I Can't Read. Oh, I love that one. I was bigger songs than I remember. He played Man Who Sold the World, Heroes, and Let's Dance. But I, I remember mean, Let's Dance, Dance being and that's... Uh, troubling. You remember what being troubling? Yeah. Let's Dance, I remember him. It, they didn't quite pull it off. Ah, you with know. that group, that would be hard. Yeah. But that's all right. It's nice to see people taking risks, you know.
1: Are you excited that David Bowie has made our podcast?
0: Yes, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm sad. I, I like that, like, uh, that's not my, I mean, that's not my favorite version of that song and that's not my favorite David Bowie song, but I am excited for it for sure. I can't remember what year was Let's Dance. That one really broke my heart to not have Eight, that.
2: 83, that was, the, that was Let's Dance, it was 1983. Yeah, I
1: had to pick islands in the stream so oh, okay. there's no way
2: now you're really double hurting my feelings <laughs> I mean, jesus my fa- that is that's right around my favorite my favorite david bowie era is the station to station um low that stage like adrian blue live band like 75 to 78 i really love that What is was
1: adrian blue with david bowie
2: yeah he's their lead guitarist in the live band no way yeah adrian Uh, bloom like that's a whole other thing he's great career yeah he's been in every cool band like from 75 to 85 is incredible
1: all right all right we got to look that up sometime Uh, by the way uh, before we leave we we've done the drums we've done
0: the guitar we've done the bass no we haven't done bass didn't we do bass no like top three basses First of all, I had my chance. I just dunked all over Jeff on guitar. I just owned him that day. Right. And I felt pretty good about my drumming selections. You got to let our boy shine with, with basis. <laughs> oh, he's going to eat me I alive a... on bass. No, I'm not. You have yes, problems. you are. You, you are. know, You're know gonna who they are. Take me over my knee and spank well, me raw. I mean, the,
1: <laughs> the problem was um, Jeff had reached out to me after the guitar thing. And he's like, can we not do that anymore?
2: Oh, I didn't. I took <laughs> I took my medicine like a good boy. It is hard for Jeff. I hear that. Now I get it. All right.
1: It. So 1997, we're going to do uh, bassists, top three bassists. And then sometime in the aughts, we'll do uh, keyboards and piano.
2: Oh, Ben, will really you... like best keyboardist. Oh, he will just dude. pick three guys know. who don't show up for the gig. Just oh, keyboard. no way. A dude, keyboard gonna... just sitting there quietly, not playing.
0: No, it's going to be under pressure. I'm just going to do nothing but terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible songs. That's awesome. Well, I thought you were out on strings. Are you out on pianos and keyboards as well? It depends on the strings, but I'm really, really, really out on keyboards for sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. Gentlemen, that
2: was hang fun in that.
1: there. 1996 is behind us. 1997 next week. Very yeah. nice.
2: Very cool. Be well, right. Ben, happy birthday. Pod. Yes, happy birthday. Thank you, brothers. Pod, audience, pour one out for for young Ben. And old uh, man. sing happy All birthday. Right. Go to the window and sing happy birthday like you're mad as hell and you can't take it anymore. And 50-year-old uh, really uh, 50,
1: <laughs> 50 men who uh, want to be on, go ahead, send the resumes in. Oh, I know I'm can
2: now. I'm aged out. Yeah, me too, man. It's great. I keep waiting for Tim to find a replacement, but he's slow it. Like, so. Tim, when right. you, when's your birthday mm-hmm. then? February. February. All right, you
0: got a couple more months to right, just really shot. All right, I'll talk to you guys
1: later. 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 Bye bye. Hey, if you're having as much fun as we are, leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a rating on Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a shout, and then check us out on Twitter or at our Facebook page, Fifty Years of Music.
2: Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favourite platform and get ready to be amazed.
3: Electric
2: Welcome to Tuning into to Sound
3: Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound.